One of the roles that Torah plays right now is in giving people a mirror to what they're feeling, what they're experiencing, and maybe even a window <laughs> yeah. to where they want to go. I'm Alana Steinheim, Rosh Beit Midrash and Senior Fellow at the Shalom Hartman Institute. I'm excited to share that I am the host of Texting, a new podcast where ancient wisdom meets contemporary relevance from Hartman's award-winning digital team. On each show, Hartman scholars Christine Hayes, Yona Hain, or Leora Botnitsky will join me to delve into a Torah text that offers insight and inspiration about the issues that matter to you and to our community. I got the feeling from the various explanations that the rabbis gave that God also feels broken. You can listen to texting at shalomhartman.org forward slash texting or wherever you get your podcasts. I look forward to learning with you. Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one good page of Talmud each day. Why good? Because today we're talking about not just the good, but the best man's best friend, dogs, or, or more specifically, bad dogs, a subject which sadly I, I know something about. I may or may not have one of those poorly behaved hounds right here in my home, but the Talmud today teaches us that having such poorly behaved animals in the house is, uh, well, shall we say, not the best idea. Here, have a listen. The justification for this, says the Talmud, is from the ruling of Rabbi Natan. As it is taught in a baraita, Rabbi Natan says, from where is it derived that one may not raise a vicious dog in his house and one may not set up an unstable ladder in his house? The verse states, you shall not bring blood into your house, Deuteronomy 22.8, i.e. one may not allow a hazardous situation or item to remain in one's house as long as the hazard remains. The owner is in violation of this verse and therefore the court may excommunicate him for failing to remove the danger. In other words, if you have a dog, which is, you know, all around okay, but has, as we told my kids when they were young, an emotional boo-boo, and sometimes may or may not bite you a little bit, say the rabbis, you are liable to be excommunicated because you allowed this danger into your home. Now, I don't want to bore you with tales of my own bad dog. I want to introduce you to today's guest, producer Josh Cross, who has a bad dog of his own. Josh, welcome to the show. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? No, look, I, I, I love your dog. I love Oscar. He's a, an adorable schnauzer, a totally lovely gentleman, and a fun hang, as the kids say. But sometimes, especially, say, if, uh, if your feet come within, like, kind of dangerous proximity of his face or in the wrong angle or making the wrong kind of motion, Oscar will bite, correct? Absolutely. Oscar is a shelter dog. We got him when he was just about two. We think so because he had new teeth. Oscar is an absolute lunatic. Oscar is on Prozac. Oscar is a head case, and we still love him. See, I, I really, really, really empathize here. Our dog Lila is also a rescue. We also got her when she's around a year and a half. We think she was also clearly abused by her uh, original owners and has some issues. And here are the rabbis, and they're telling us, Josh, you who have you know crazy poorly behaved dogs, you uh, you're liable. You you could be excommunicated. You're never allowed in shul again. How does that make you feel? Well, I mean, 
my gut reaction is they're wrong, but they're not wrong. The thing that we always say about our dog, and mostly my wife, Debbie, because he has adopted her as his proper mother, is that in most families, he would be the wrong dog. He happened to get lucky and land in the right family that will tolerate a dog that will try to bite your toe off if it gets too close, but then will spend the next 45 minutes apologizing for it because he is a broken animal. Like something happened to him and most people, he would have been returned to the shelter and sadly put down. Not in my house. We like the broken folks. And so I think we're the exception that proves the rule perhaps in that he could be very dangerous, but we've come to embrace him for that. First of all, Josh, I think uh, we're all broken animals. But I think you're saying something really profound here because you're saying, look, the rabbis give two examples here. They're saying a dog that may bite and an unstable ladder that may fall are both somehow you know, equivalent because they are both things that are liable to get you hurt. You're saying not so. The dog is is not a ladder. It is not an object. It is a living thing. And therefore, as a living thing, there's a whole new set of considerations. It's a very Talmudic observation. Some dogs may work very well in, in some houses and not very well at all in other houses. Some dogs, for example, may not like children and therefore may bite children. Other dogs may only like children and therefore be suitable to families with small kids. Absolutely. Let me give you another side of Crazy Oscar. Oscar hates it when people fight. And because we know that he will bite if he's upset, if Miles was yelling at me or I pretended to attack Debbie, he would jump right in the middle and bark his head off at whoever he thought was the aggressor. So he doesn't want any fighting. And so he will defend people within this house with his own weapons. This is a 20-pound dog, mind you. So he's pocket-sized. But we, his own charm has come to work its own very important role in our house, but only because we work with him. You can have an unstable ladder if you balance it correctly and know that you're using it and the grand value you're getting out of it is more than the, the, the risk. And so if you're willing to mitigate the risks or deal within them, I think the rabbis would be okay with that. If you're an absolute moron who wants to just kick your dog, no, Oscar's gonna tear you up. Oscar the dog, sometimes the aggressor, but mostly the peacemaker. Josh Cross, thank you so much for taking such great care of Oscar and for being our guest today. Thank you. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you are really going to love the new book just published by me. It's called How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, Surprisingly Modern Advice from a Very Old Book. You can order it now at your local bookstore or directly from the publisher through the link in this here podcast description or through that big online store whose logo is, you know, a smile. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You could get your Take One t-shirts and mugs and other swag at tabletstudios.com and you could subscribe to our weekly newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. <laughs>